There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. New Toyota showrooms now open in Glasgow and Hamilton. Let's go! Football headlines at five. Paul Cooney here with John Hartson and Craig Moore. Ange Postacoglu has been named the Cinch Premiership Manager of the Year and Kyogo Furuhashi, the Player of the Year. Instant reaction, Craig Moore, no surprises? No, no, no surprises whatsoever there. Look, Ange Postacoglu has done a, a very good job with Celtic. Um, obviously, every chance to, to clinch a treble. So, fantastic season for Ange Postacoglu. And Kyogo, I know that there's been a number of uh, you know star performers for Celtic this season, but for me, Kyogo, the goal scorer, um, he's, he's popped up all season scoring important goals for the, for the club. So, I think no real surprises, Paul, with the, the, the two awards there. Are there any surprises at Rangers? That's the other big news at four minutes past five. No more at Ibrox. They'll be leaving in the next few days. Mm-hmm. Kent, Morellas, McGregor, Helander and Arfield leaving in the summer. They'll be going at the end of the week. Yep. What do you feel, Craig? Yeah, look, they're the official ones um, and I'm pretty sure there'll be there'll be more business uh, uh, along the, the way for Rangers in the, the off-season. But look, Kent Morellas we've known about for a long time. It went on too um, long, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But again, I guess when I, when I think of Kent, I think of... Um, his wonderful away performance against Borussia Dortmund in the in the Europa League Cup run. Yeah. Uh, look, Morelos has been an incredible goal scorer for Rangers. It's probably finished on a little bit of a sour note for him mm-hmm. personally. Um, but, you know, wish those two players the very best. McGregor, look, I love Alan McGregor. Yeah. Uh, for me, a fantastic um, professional to play to the age that he has been able to and still pull off the saves, that big, big saves that kept Rangers in games and, and enabled them to go on and win football matches. Holanda with his injury, unfortunately, not coming back. I didn't mind Holanda. Mm-hmm. thought he was one of those ones that defended um, and, and kept things pretty basic. Scotty Arfield, I think some yeah. people will be surprised about, about Scotty Paul. I think a lot of people, they love him, don't they? Yeah, look, again, you look at his input in, in terms of, his output, sorry, in terms of goals. Uh, you know, he's still one of the, the, the more influential players for Rangers in an attacking sense and his late runs into the box will be remembered I think his goals uh, up at Aberdeen um, and it's just the age that Scotty's at I'm sure there's that desire still to want to play on a week to week basis and that probably was the the situation in regards to a decision that maybe it's best that he goes and chases that somewhere else Shall we hear what Michael Beale was saying when he announced the exits today Individually excellent contributions as a group we're losing uh, a lot of experience a lot of quality there if I go through them obviously Alan uh, obviously a Hall of Fame member now and has been a fantastic servant to the club in, in, in two periods and has had many fantastic moments where he's shown his class as a goalkeeper Phil Alanda obviously we've not had available for a long time as he struggled with injuries but when Phil come in it was a big signing for the club and the partnership he built alongside Connor Goldson was probably the foundation to to the league winning season in 2020-21 when we was invincible and Phil's been a big loss to us. Scotty Arfield was a it pulls on the heartstrings big time because he as a man as a person he's been absolutely fantastic around the place he's adored by the fans as well 
That was a real amicable conversation between the two of us over the last couple of months, ongoing conversation around playing time and around players coming in and how the squad will look and what Scott needs as well moving forward. So uh, a difficult decision to come to that one, but I think it's right for all parties. Uh, Ryan Kent's contribution has been fantastic for the club, certainly in big matches. If you you think back in, in Europe and domestically, this season's not gone the way Ryan would like it to go, but certainly uh, he's been an excellent player for Rangers, a boy that I've known since he was a young boy. And Alfredo, for the outlay to what we got back, he, he's had an, an outstanding contribution to the club, European top goal scorer, and was player of the year last year as well, um, before suffering an injury, and he's had a stop-start season. So their contribution to Rangers has been huge. Obviously, with Stephen Davis having the long-term injury, we want to help him through his rehab and out the other side and to full fitness, and then a decision will be made by Stephen as to whether he's going to continue playing or not. So that one's separate to those five. Yep, it's a, it's a sad day in many ways, and I'm sure the flat fans will show their appreciation to those players tomorrow night in the last home game. They've all given really big contributions to the club. It's also a sign, obviously, that there's going to be some change in the squad this summer as well. Yep, Rangers hearts. You'll see many of them tomorrow night, Craig, I would imagine, changing of the guards. I was just thinking about Alan McGregor, and in recent times, they're talking about next season, and in some ways... There hasn't been enough mm, respect from everyone. The way we've talked about it, yeah. people forget he's one of the great Rangers goalkeepers. Oh, you know, big time. And, you know, for, for the amount of time that he's been able to play at the highest level, look, you get smarter as you get older in terms of the way <laughs> yeah. that, that Griggsy, I think, looked after himself um, as he got older. But, you know, I touched on it earlier on at the, the very beginning. Yeah. The big saves that, that, that Griggsy kind of made, huge saves that kind of, enabled Rangers to go on to win a game of football or certainly, you know, keep Rangers in certain games as well. Um, look, he wasn't unbelievable in terms of coming off the line, but he would pull, you know, he's yeah. a great shot stopper. Yeah. Great yeah. shot stopper, John. And I just felt that uh, for the, the, the career and the length of time, you need to be an absolute pro uh, to do that because I know I finished at 34. No danger I could right. go to, to, to 40 because I was destroyed in the head mentally. Um, yeah. So Mentally? Yeah, yeah uh -huh. men mentally. Yeah. So someone like, you know, Griggsy or these players okay. that get and yep. hit, hit the, the 40s and all that, it's yep. an amazing effort. The Rangers have been blessed with uh, good goalkeepers, yeah. haven't they? You, you go look back at Andy Gorham, uh, brilliant. And then they had, when I was up here, we played against uh, Stefan Kloss. Kloss. Mm -hmm. How good was, was he, John? I mean, oh, we all remember him, but yeah. Fantastic goalkeeper, really yeah. come out and you know spread himself, make himself big because he wasn't the biggest, was oh. he? Wasn't the tallest, no. and obviously now um, Alan McGregor as well. You know he'll finish off a legend at the club, won't he? What the fans think of him. So, but they have, haven't they? They've had yeah. good goalkeepers. Mm. You must um, have played against them as well, uh, against Alan McGregor. Maybe when he was down at Hull. Possibly. Yeah. And yeah. to be fair, he was across yeah, in Turkey as well, I'm wasn't sure. he? I mean, he's 41, John. He's not that yeah. much. He's not that much no, younger. No, no. Yeah. But similar era, yeah. but I'm, I'm just not quite sure, sure. whether but it was we you and Stephen Cross. I, I do remember Stephen that. Stephen Cross was yeah. the one that. Uh, yeah. So, we Rangers fans, what are you thinking? You've got Craig Moore here, you've got John Hartson, Paul Cooney here. Give us a call. What are you thinking about the changing of the guard? And when I said respect, I don't mean from the club, just in general. Everyone's been talking about. No, you but, you, but you're right, Paul, because uh, even some Rangers supporters at times this season you know, maybe got on uh, McGregor's back a uh, little bit. Yeah. You know, he's past it and all those kind of things. But, uh, you know, you look at the age and, and the contribution that he's made to the football club um, is, has been for me absolutely outstanding it'd be a huge miss um, but you know there comes a stage 
for everybody, Paul, that it's time to move on and you've got to pass that button on to will someone he, else. Will he continue to play? That's that's another mm. one. What what will he do? Good question. Yeah, no, good question. Again, I've, <laughs> I've not spoken to, to Alan. So give us an answer. Because I can't imagine it. I suppose, Craig, when you've been at his level, yeah. you know, would he be willing yeah. then? To, nah. Does he still, mm. you know, will he still have yeah. the... You know the the urge to to still play if he's going to have to drop down a couple of levels. Mm. Or listen, I think he's good enough for for to pl- to still play in the mm. in the Scottish Premiership. If if people are listening, chairmans and things like yeah. this, mm-hmm. listen, one or two might just make him, make him a little deal. Might not be on what he's getting at Rangers, no. but he could still be of value to somebody. I've no doubt about that. Yeah, and you're spot on. But what I would love to see um, is is I'd love to see. Uh, the opportunity for um, for Griggsy to potentially go on and be a goalkeeper coach at mm. the football club because yeah. you know Michael Beale has even spoken about his professionalism. Mm-hmm. He's in the gym. He's first. He's he's last away. The way he meticulously looks after himself and prepares for matches, that kind of elite temperament, mm-hmm. I think for for you know for the likes of McCrory yeah. or whoever else mm-hmm. comes in, I think that's brilliant. You've got to try and keep that within your football club, I believe. We're going to hear from Ange Bustacoglu shortly, including the fitness and update on Alistair Johnson. But back to Rangers just now, which is one of the big stories with uh, five of the top names. There's not really any surprises. Not really. Scott Arfield, some people thought would stay. I mean, not that long ago, people were saying um, that Alan McGregor could be maybe the coaching keeper alongside Bobby McCrory. Bobby McCrory, perhaps. That's not happening. He's going. Michael Beale says he wants a smaller squad to work with next season. Any more exits? Any other others leaving that they might get some money for he was asked a bit more about what's happening no because I'm manager of a football team and some people have got to be otherwise I've got no one to coach have I so no I think that there's no ballpark number there's there's we want to reduce the number of players in the squad we've got a big squad we want to re-energize in terms of age and in terms of people's um, motivation it's a fantastic club to sign for and it's there's a lot of expectation but you think of the history of the club and the, and the pressure of winning. It's a fantastic club for people to come and sign for. So I'm looking for real energy for the players that are coming in. And I think a reduced, smaller size squad as well allows me to make sure that everyone's really engaged and feels motivated around each fixture. You know, in, in the league now, you're allowed nine subs, you're allowed more in European competition. I really want a tight squad there where everybody feels like they're close to playing and where everybody is uh, is climbing the mountain, if you like. Who is going to go from the squad? Who do you think? Uh, John Lindstrom, maybe? Glenn Kamara? These are the ones that... And yeah. neither would surprise me, Paul. Cholak. I mean, if, if you know, Chorlak, uh, if money come in for Sakala, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Borna Barisic move on if the, if the opportunity come along. Look, I think there's going to be... I mean, there's five players that we kind of know about that Rangers have come out and announced... You're going to see 10 to 12 players come through the door, I think, for the start of next season. So there'll be a lot of new players. I think the most important thing for Rangers in regards to you know the recruitment side of things, talent we know. Every player has to have talent to play at the big two here. There needs to be that, that I think, that desire, something to prove because that's important because there's improvement to be made and you need to you need to make sure you have the, the right players with the right mentality to come in and try and close the gap on Celtic. We'll come back to that shortly. We're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu. John, is it okay if we talk Celtic? Let's go to Gary. Big Celtic fan is on from the Gorbals. Good evening, Gary. Evening, Paul. How are you doing? Yeah, How you doing? good actually. Yeah, it's good. Good day. Looking forward to the matches tomorrow night. Of course, your own Celtic uh, playing against Hibs over there. What are you thinking? What's your what's your point tonight? 
Um, so basically, I was actually trying to get on last night to talk about the, the excitement of the women's game on Sunday, oh, but obviously yeah. the last night, the last night's games kind of took precedent. Um, mm. Obviously, finally Champions League football back in back in the northeast. Um, it's in James's. Oh Park. yeah, congratulations! Uh, the draw. That's right. Last mm. night, yeah, he's a Newcastle oh, fan as well. Yeah. So here's a Newcastle uh, legend. Uh, nah, 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 sorry, I know not Newcastle Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a short time. Uh, well done, them. But Gary, what about Celtic? The women's oh, game yeah. that that was phenomenal, wasn't it? Oh, listen, I yeah. mean, I was I was absolutely for a, a brilliant Scottish word to use. I was scunnered. Yeah. Um, Were you at the match, Collar? Were you there? I I, I, I no. wasn't. I was actually. Why not? I, I had to go to a staff meeting at um, in my work. Uh, Could you not so skip it? I was, <laughs> do you know what? I was yeah. trying my best. I was really trying my best. Yeah. Um, Jamie would be raging it. if you did miss it there. No, but <laughs> listen, know. it was some afternoon, wasn't it, for women's football? Uh, so it was twenty six thousand people between the two games. Brilliant. Ibrooks and Celtic Park yeah. and it swung from one way to the next it was phenomenal so and listen well done Glasgow City because they're not the fancied ones now are they because they don't have the money yeah. of Celtic or Rangers was part of you thinking well well done to them yeah I mean obviously no. you know <laughs> listen, not, I mean listen you know they've won it so many times now was it 16 times I think in, mm-hmm. in so many years um, listen they, they, they deserve to win it at the end because they, they got over the line they, they got the results you know it was fine margins for us in, in terms of losing losing to Rangers late on in the season kind of thing that, that game that they lost um, and it's it's just as I say I'm I'm very much championing the, the women's game I've been championing the women's game for a while now on mm-hmm on my kind of uh, podcast and Celtic pages kind of thing. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, but as you say... you well, your podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You look at... Oh, tonight. You look at the crowds, as you say, you know, oh, just yeah. under 26,000 between yeah. the two games. If we can take that to Hamden now for Sunday between the two sets of fans, John, and, and yeah. really make mm-hmm. a kind of carnival atmosphere because yeah. I know we're never going to get on, on par with, with the English women's game in terms of the success of the Lionesses and... The, the massive crowds, you know, Chelsea and the, the Champions League and things like that. But I think more needs to be done now. I think we need to step us up and, and kind of get the excitement into the women's game as much as the men's game kind of thing. Yeah, and people need to turn up, though, in big numbers like those numbers because yeah. they have to. Otherwise, there won't be enough money in it. Have you ever uh, cheered for what you thought was a Rangers goal as much as you did then on Sunday? Because <laughs> you know, guys, what happened. So it went, it swung towards Glasgow City. Yep. Um, Being 1-0 up. Yeah, and then Rangers equalised. And everyone said it should have stood right. the, the Rangers goal, but it was uh, disallowed. Gary, have you seen it? And that goal, yeah. that goal. I, yeah. Sorry, Gary. That, yeah. that that goal, if Rangers were to equalise, would have that gifted the title to Celtic. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What an end to the season. Which, I mean, listen, I've never, I've never seen, and I don't think I ever will see a Rangers goal cheered so loudly at Celtic Park. Um, listen, I've seen the goal back, and I know a lot of people are saying um, the, the Lee Gibson hadn't kind of caught it properly she'd, she'd fumbled it a bit but for me I think keepers are always going to get that protection aren't they the, the kind of I think the, the <laughs> fact that um, she leads with her she kind of leads more with her body I'm not sure if it was Catherine Hill or Sam Kerr but you, you kind of if you're leading more with your body you know it's, it's a difficult one but no as I say like um, I was so proud of the players that I remember interviewing Fran Alonso um, yeah. a couple mm-hmm. of years ago not long after he, he joined Celtic and he, he, he gave us a great quote where I was asking him where he seen Celtic, the Celtic women's team going in the future, and he, he says, um, you know, he wanted uh, Champions League last sixteen, last eight for Celtic, and he says, 
you know, what is, it's an ambitious effort, but what is life without dreams? Yeah, and well, he's certainly given them um, a lot to dream and hope about. It's the cup final this weekend as well. John, I'm just thinking 2023, May, and I think back to 20 years ago, and just after Seville, I know we spoke about that the other week, and then afterwards, it was that the title deciders. You were playing for Celtic that day, mm-hmm. and uh, Rangers were playing as and well. Dan Ferman and Celtic against Kilmarnock. Well, yeah. I, I, I didn't play. Because you had the injury, but yeah. I missed the yeah. uh, UEFA Cup final, and I, I scored my 25th goal against Rangers when we got back from Boa Vista on a Sunday and then uh, my back went and I never featured in the last six or seven games or the the, uh, UEFA Cup final and I remember uh, watching it actually on telly I wasn't there were you not there yeah I remember watching the boys down at Kilmarnock and then obviously um, Rangers thumped um, Dunfermline as well and I think Rangers won it by a goal, which is absolutely yep. remarkable mm-hmm. to win a season, a title by a goal. But listen, Phenomenal. they scored yep. that one extra goal and uh, there you go, they they took the title. But uh, as I said, we ended up with nothing that year, Paul, but obviously the fans would have enjoyed um, you know, the, the trip that, that yep. they had to get going out to Seville. Over 70,000, 80,000 Celtic fans, which was amazing, not Mm. one arrest. Mm. So fantastic for them. But we ended up with nothing that year. Brilliant team, Mm. got to a European final, but uh, we didn't pick up a trophy. And yet a year that the Celtic fans still absolutely loved and then you came back the following year. Just before you go, Gary, here's Ange today speaking about the cup final coming and what about the fitness of uh, Alistair Johnson? Yeah, he trained today, uh, his first session and uh, yeah, trained fine. He won't play tomorrow uh, but uh, all things being equal, if he gets through sort of the the rest of the week's training, should be available for the weekend's game and uh, we'll just see, hopefully get him some game time on the weekend and then assess it from there but um, yeah, he's worked really hard obviously with the cup final in mind to try and get back and um, you know he's he's got back uh, you know really well he's worked hard with a with a medical team and um, yeah he looked after himself really well so good to see him training today and yeah just good to have him part of it because he's obviously been a big part of our second half of the year and Gary you'll be looking for your team to go and do something tomorrow a win yeah I mean obviously we need to get back on on track because obviously as I say, like we have went off the boil in, in the last couple of weeks, especially uh, a defeat and a draw in, in our last two games. But I mean, just to quickly touch on what John said about the, the 2003 season, I, I've, I've had a lot of proud moments as a Celtic fan, but I've never, I can remember, I've never been more prouder of my team than you know cheering them on the last day at Rugby Park and thinking, I don't care if we've no won a trophy this season, you know. What what John and the, the guys gave us that season was absolutely it's something that will live with me. Honestly, for the rest of my life, Jane. But, mm. but honestly, I mean, just as I say, getting back to this season, obviously, t- tricky game. And I know we've got Alistair Johnson back in training. Yeah. Possibly might make it against a feature against Aberdeen. I think we definitely need him. I, I think mm. I was on saying uh, to Mark and the guys yeah. as well that, you know, I, I'm not a fan of Anthony Ralston. I think it definitely gives you his all. I just don't think he's always good enough for Celtic. And I think definitely having somebody like, uh, Oh. Alistair Johnson and the team is going to is going to improve this kind of thing. John, it's been a great signing. Yeah, he's important. He's important to the side. Um, I know Ralston comes in, and you know Ralston's done well. You know, seasons gone by. Yeah. You know, last season in particular, where he played most of the games with Juranovic as well. Um, but Alistair Johnson's, uh, I think, he's on a bit of a different level to the rest. I think he's uh, he's powerful, great engine, defends really well. He's quick. Um, and he, he, while he's been out, he's been a big loss. You know, mm. you, you've, you've missed him down that right-hand side. 
Yeah, so hopefully, if not um, for tomorrow night, he might just want to get some minutes into his legs before the cup final, which is which is a week Saturday. Gary, thanks for calling Cheers, the Go Gary. Radio Football Show. Thank Cheers, you. Gary. Speak to you soon. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go. Thanks, Chris. And John Hudson can also testify. John, the traffic was terrible coming in from Edinburgh. It from was, that, yeah, on the yeah, M8. Uh, we'll just uh, watch it. I yep. was a couple of minutes uh, behind today, obviously. That's one pretty, pretty oh, quiet. Just, just sort of working my way into the show tonight. Hey, a late run into the box. What was your favourite one? Think back. Hartson late into the box. Did he ever do that up against you, Craig? He was already in the box. Yeah, he, he was, was already in there. He was already pushing people the out of the way and all that. I'm not sure about that. So, run and Hartson. I thought, but that sounds like the way Martin and he'll wind uh, one, you up, isn't one it? One or two were trying to block me on the edge of the box, fella. <laughs> Sometimes legally. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. You know the number as we see on Sky there. Uh, pictures of Alan McGregor holding uh, the league trophy from a couple of seasons ago. The since champions are Celtic back to back titles. Uh, Ange Postecoglou has been um, speaking today to the media ahead of the game tomorrow night. Hibs against Celtic, and he was asked about what about the changes at Rangers and the people leaving today. This was his. It's very interesting. Reply. I don't know why would that even like concern me to be honest. I mean, I think this time last year, Rangers were in a Europa League final and in a Scottish Cup final, and they strengthened after the season, didn't they? Yeah, so, does it really? Does anyone really care? Like seriously, if if people think you know, we didn't start favourites my first year, probably weren't overwhelming favourites this year, so. People will say what they want, mate, and, you know, everyone's got a plan to get punched on the nose and then you're going to reassess from there. So when we start next year and the game start, everyone will see who's really strong and who isn't strong and all that sort of stuff. Right now, um, you know, league-wise anyway, it's the equivalent of junk time, mate. So we just get on with it. Punch in the nose, junk time. He's on form today, isn't he? You know him, obviously, as an Australian. Yeah, Is that yeah. part of the, the trait? Uh, yeah. they, that was um, that was a fed up Ange Postacoglu. Yeah. Look, Ange loves talking about the project that he is on and, and what's happening at Celtic. He's not really interested about what's happening elsewhere. Um, and, and obviously here in, in Scotland, in particular, Glasgow, um, there's from the media, there's always you know a question yeah. thrown about, even when things are going well, mm talking about Rangers or the other side, you know, and yeah. and, and Ange is kind of, you can see there, he's, he's quite annoyed by the question um, and he just really wants to focus on on, on what his job is and, and how they look and how they prepare. But hey, it's Scotland, John. What do, what do you expect the, well, the well, journalists to well, go with? He's, he's the Celtic manager and he's on the cusp of winning his fifth trophy, uh, um, a treble. Why would he concern himself with what... Rangers are doing or who they're signing or who's leaving so whoever ans- whoever asked that question certainly got a little bit of a bite <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's right though well, why would you you know if if it was Martin O'Neill in charge why can't I'm sure Michael Beale has got his own house to get in order with players that he's letting go and players that he wants to bring in not quite sure if he's overly bothered about what's happening yeah. and th- this is Glasgow mm. th- this is how it is Paul it's all it's all it's all um, verbals, isn't it? Mm. In the fans and don't read the papers over the summer because both clubs will be linked to two hundred players, 
and the fans get excited about this player, all of a sudden yeah. it's mm. it's a paper story. Yeah. There was never any interest in the first place. That's what it's like to you. Celtic and Rangers are linked to a lot of players. Yeah. Um, but it's never it's never done until the players actually over the line and signed. Then read about it, because that'll be an headline then. But, but as I said, well, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not really Surprised that Andrew yeah. like why why would you yeah, no, it's not, and, and I'd expect yeah. the same from uh, from yeah. the other side really yeah, yeah, of course yeah. the great thing for football and for the big two is that people do care about it and if they're ignoring you it would be yeah. much much worse journalists have got to keep it going uh, it's towards yeah. the end of the season it's all but done now it's only the the cup final yeah. uh, uh, you know and it's yeah. not the top two or a Hearts or something it's Inverness that's no disrespect to them so I, I get it and there's the, the kind of people say oh yeah yeah, you know, don't, don't ask these people do have to ask the questions he was also uh, asked about the players now are they going to be playing for their places in the cup final team a week on Saturday you know, I don't know if they're playing for a place they just they want to be ready and we, you know, we've got two games where we can prepare for that and the best way to prepare for that is just to play our football and uh, and you know make sure that like I said everyone's in in, in great condition there's you know that in terms of selection for that cup final that'll just come down and like it usually does you know just um, how we've trained how people look at training what I think you know we need to start with um, but you know it's not about it's just sort of people performing now and and getting their position in the in in the lineup because it's never it's never about that you know it's about just making sure that like I said we're all well, well prepared for for what's ahead. John, well, I think I think he's a little bit he's naturally a little bit frustrated because he's thinking well, the Celtic have not left themselves wide open but with the defeat against Rangers and then obviously the draw against yeah. St Mirren. Celtic have, haven't been criticised all season. It's all been positive. It's all been brilliant. It's all about, you know, not losing to Rangers in the first game, five games they played against them under Michael Beale. It's about getting to a 13-point lead with a 30-goal difference um, advantage as well. And what's happened is uh, what should be a, a fantastic time of the season where you celebrate, celebrating potentially winning the treble there's people just you know wrangling them away with with questions just trying trying to get a bite but the job is done i said it last week when 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 celtic took to the field at ibrox a couple of weeks ago the league trophy was sitting at celtic park now what celtic have done by drawing and losing that game is just give people a little bit more little bit of ammunition to ask a few awkward questions and Ange don't like it because the job's done but naturally as you said poor people are going to ask sure. questions yeah. but that's that's what's frustrating him I think is that you know when he gets over the line and if and when they whatever they beat Inverness he'll want the credit then and I'm sure he will get a lot of credit but they've just left themselves uh, they've left the door slightly ajar to get criticised only because of their last two results mm -hmm. but the job's done Sure. Yeah, and that's but, and that's probably why Paul that they've the, that the criticism like so because Celtic have won the league and because that that business has been done early, mm -hmm. then there was you know the talk about you know goals goals record mm -hmm. points record and then a couple of results that haven't gone your way and that's then right. and then it's easy to kind of talk about those things but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that uh, you know Celtic love to go and win every single football match. But if they were to, to, to limp into the cup final in terms of what's left of the last couple of games, but they go and win and and, and seal another treble, they're not going to be too bothered, are they? They're going to be more than happy with what's happened and what they've achieved throughout no the season. No one's going to mention yeah. the last three games yeah. of the split 
if yeah. they were to go on and win the treble. Sure. But what he will be learning is what about the players that he's brought in yeah. that, have been, that yeah. he's not seen enough of. So he was asked about that as well. Again, it's just about sort of using these games, like I said, to get game time because, you know, I didn't want to go into knock on wood a cup final and we get an injury in, you know, the week of the game or the, the week before and somebody hasn't played for six or seven weeks, you know. I, I thought when once we won the title, I just thought, well, why not use this time to, to sort of gate game time with the guys and make sure that whatever happens between now and cup final, we've got guys who have played games, you know, um, fairly recently, you know, because... We've had a game at a week, at, you know, just one game a week for quite a while and there's quite a few guys who haven't played for, for a long time and like I said, I was just really keen to try and get as many of them some, some game time so that um, you know, coming into cup final week, we've got hopefully a healthy squad but also a squad that's that's actually played some football recently so that, you know, whatever lineup I come with, I come up with um, isn't somebody who hasn't played for, you know, five or six or seven weeks. John, yeah, he changed it at the back at the weekend. Kobayashi not in after the Rangers game. Awata playing at the back. Yeah, that that, that surprised me slightly. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I didn't ever, I didn't think for a minute. It might be my knowledge. It might be my prep. I don't know, but I've, I've not known Iwata to no. be a centre mm. half. I don't know, uh, but obviously it was something that Ange decided to do. Um, and, and these games have almost, if there's ever such a word as a free hit, Craig, mm. because he's put these players in. Just, just give them a bit of freshness and make sure that they're ready uh, physically. And if there's ever a game that you could possibly afford to draw or afford to lose, they're these games. Mm. You know, and that's why he's done it. He would never have gone with these teams mm. with with three weeks of the season to go in terms of pushing to win a title. So a lot of these players, as he said there, haven't played a game for four, five, six weeks. And what he's done is he's give them he's given them the opportunity to go and play mm. just in case. You know, um, he's got a big injury to one of his big players in the final. Were you impressed uh, by any of them, John? It's been a tough one for Kobayashi the week before. Iwata there, you're right, he was out of position. Uh, people are now saying, what about Haksabanovic? Some of the people who've been in the squad but haven't featured that much, I guess. Well, they've got to make sure when they come in that, that, that they're ready um, yeah. to, to, to carry on where the team sort of left off in terms of, you know, being able to come in when you're called upon. Mm. You've got to be tuned in in terms of your position from set pieces you've got to know the role of what, what the type of football hands wants to play um, in terms of tracking back or going forward or your positional sense you've got to make sure that you don't switch off when you're not in the team because yeah. it's quite yeah. easy to sit on the bench I've done it I've watched the world go by next thing you're in the team yeah. and you've been out for yeah. a couple of weeks yeah. and it's like what you're a little bit off you're not sharp because you're not yeah. Well, there's sure. nothing better than playing yeah. Paul you can train as much as you of want course, yeah. but games actually give you that sharpness you know but uh, the players as mm. I said I, I, that's the advice I'd give the players because you never know you never know when you're called upon and I expect um, look the last game of the season I'm pretty sure that will be as close if not the team that will play in the cup final for the Aberdeen game, yeah, yeah, Saturday. because yep. again, that's that 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 lead into to the cup final. I understand about giving players minutes and all that sort of stuff. I, I actually really only think that there's one position that's up for grabs, and that is the centre half position. Yeah, mm. um, who I, would you I, play? I think. Sorry, yeah. Um, Listen, think about it while we hear this. One more from him just now, in this kind of vein of you know, uh, the title is done. There's chat about the cup final. Um, but next season is what counts, and in range, I, you know, I understand Rangers are letting what five players go. They've brought a couple in. Here's Ange about the title. 
Yeah, look, you just you just go. Out, yeah, we just go out there and try and play our football. But you know that you know the, the the league's done, so we can't lose the league now unless somebody's brought in a new rule. So the players are aware of that. So I can't walk around pretending trying to create some alternate universe where you know they're still trying to achieve something they've already achieved. But like I said, we, we still want to enjoy our games and we still want to prepare for, for the cup final. And the best way to do that is to play our football and um, and take its challenge as it comes and. Um, I said the players are training well and, um, you know, they all sort of, like I said, want to finish the season strong. So, you know, we'll, uh, like I said, we'll prepare for a good game tomorrow. It'll be a great, great day on the weekend. You know, trophy day is always a special day for us. And uh, and then we've got a full week to, to prepare for, for a really big game. Greg, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to next season already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's quite sharp. He's quite sharp. But now, look, again, look, he... he <laughs> He'll be, he'll, want, he'll be disappointed in the goals against St yeah. Mirren when you look at the goals and you, again the little bit of uncertainty the first goal Ralston Awata Hart yeah. who, who's been excellent yeah. very very soft um, and even the one I think it was Starfelt maybe gets bullied a little bit by Maine for the second goal yeah. the header so these are the kind of things that he'll want to, to tighten up but naturally you will get that uh, again like I said for me that last game of the season uh, is, is going to be the time when I'm pretty sure He'll be he'll be close enough to that eleven that he wants to make sure that they're fine tuned. In the meantime, he's 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 been able to give players uh, that opportunity to show what they they they've got, to mm. show whether they can handle the pressure, the expectation, and deliver. Mm. And as you touch on John Light, next season's going to be fun, but it's next season. Yeah. There's yeah. still a bit for Celtic to enjoy. And, and Celtic this will season. feel and Angel feel his players have been brilliant again for him. You know they've they've risen to the top. The, the trophy hall is 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 legendary. Is yeah. Andrew's yeah. first treble at the football club, um, and he'll be delighted with the effort of his players. He'll say, "Go and have a good rest," and then when we come back, it's back to work. So go and enjoy what you've achieved. It's important to enjoy the victories yeah. and the medals, Paul, because you lose enough. You know, you you lose quite a bit as well. You don't always win. Did and you enjoy it enough, John? Did you take it in, or do you think <laughs> move on? I think the big man enjoyed it. Okay, uh, yeah. where I went to the weather thing. You know, <laughs> no, but no. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is yeah. is that sure. winning is very special, and you've got to enjoy the wins because you do lose, and it's heartbreaking when mm. you lose. You think you've let the fans down, and things like this. So when you win, it's important you embrace it. You embrace those special moments. Here's some more news uh, today. It's speculation, of course, but of course, Hart's looking for a permanent manager. Yeah. It could be Stephen Naismith. I guess that'll depend on what happens tomorrow yeah. and uh, on Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, but John Kennedy, the Celtic coach, has been mentioned as being on the shortlist for manager there. Could you see that happening? What do you think, guys? Craig, you first of all. Well, Could look, I mean, he's, he's been linked once once before, maybe yeah, maybe Hibs, a few times yeah. actually, but Hibbs, uh, which by all accounts was rejected. Look, John Kennedy, a lot of people for a number of years have spoken quite highly about him and that he is, he is uh, a manager in the waiting. Mm -hmm. I think it just uh, the, the decision would, would be on... You know himself in terms of does he feel as if it's the right time to to leave the club and, and go and be his own man, or is he actually really enjoying the journey and still learning under uh, Ange Postecoglou? He's learned under Brendan Rodgers. He's learned under some great managers. But at some stage, he might say, you know what, I want to go and have a dash at that. John, you I know, think, I think Craig's hit the nail on the head. He's exactly what I was going to come in and say. John will be learning all the time. There's no doubt in my mind. Wherever he went, I think he'd be a terrific manager. Mm because he's worked under some of the greats. Um, and it's going to be down to John. 
if John feels he's got the best job in the world, no pressure. Mm. You know, the buck stops with the manager. Nobody blames the assistant manager, mm. by the way, when he loses games. Yeah. And, or if John wants to go and have a crack at it himself to see how he gets on, many assistant managers actually go and do that. Yeah. You know, they were. What's your hunch, John? What do you think? Because it's a big jump, but it's a big club, arguably the third biggest in the country. Aberdeen would disagree. Hibs yeah. might as well. But we don't do know think? how important yeah. it would have been extremely important with Ange as well. You know, yeah, Ange sure. would have Ange would have would have um would have lent on John Kennedy at times just mm-hmm. for a little bit of help, a little bit of knowledge yeah. about the guys at the mm-hmm. club. Um and things like this. So he might be extremely important to, to the manager and the manager might not want him to go. The manager might say, look, there's a new deal here. Yeah, if we stay, we are going places, yeah. And By the way, we've got Champions League. I want you with me. I trust your knowledge. I like you by the side of me. You know, I can come to you when I'm not quite sure. Great what's going. Yeah. Tactically as well, yeah. John might be good. So I've sure. heard. Could be a really, really good coach. Good so Anne's can say, John, you mm. go and take the sessions, whatever, today. Or he might say, look, John, mm. I think you'd be a terrific manager. Go and have a go, son. But ultimately, I think that conversation will take place. For me, I think he'll stay where he is. Yeah, again, I don't know John Kennedy like like you guys maybe do. Uh, did you play against him? Uh, did you play yeah, against him? I think you did, day. yeah. yeah the, the, maybe Cut the, short, of course, his end. career. Cut, yeah, yeah. With, with injury. Friendly international. Mm. Yeah, terrible tackle. Ter- terrible, terrible, terrible. But again, yeah. I've only ever heard I've only okay. ever heard yeah. good things about him. Hearts, what I would say. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It's it's a it's it's a decent mm. sized club. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. The the you know looking to to try and I guess. Regularly hit those those nights of European football every every season, lots of stuff. So, eh, look, I mean, whether he's a, a genuine a genuine sort of like contender or not, I think yeah. he's at a Big really job. good okay. place now. He's part of a winning group, you know, with yep. Harry Kewell and Strachan. Yeah. It'll and be Gavin down to him. Down to so, him. If you want to be the number one, mm. uh, but also Stephen Naismith. His last game yes. at Yes Interim is Hearts against Hibs at the weekend. Right, quick break and then we're back. You know the number, we're here. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go! One of the weeks we really like because there's football there at the weekend. Then tomorrow night uh, in the Premiership, Aberdeen against St Mirren, Dundee United, Kilmarnock, Hibs against Celtic, Livy against Motherwell. Ross County against St. Johnson. What a game that is. St. Johnson are safe. What about Ross County and Livingston against Motherwell? Uh, some of the headlines. Uh, Malky Thompson reveals he's resigning from his post as manager at Rangers Women. We'll talk about that shortly as well. And the big, big news, Craig, the ball, the mitre ball is going oh. and it's being replaced by Puma. Your thoughts? Oh, the mitre ball. I remember the the old they were like medicine balls back in the day. Mitre, <laughs> mitre multiplex. Uh, uh, yeah, remember that one? Multiplex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spe- when it was waterlogged. Oh my yeah. god! When you headed that ball. But yeah, times have changed. Puma, uh, Puma King. I remember the Puma King boots. But the balls nowadays, Paul, are that yeah. light. Yeah, they're that light. Yeah. Um, and and. Players can do different things with it and get remember, decent remember movement. Remember the Adidas Tango? Oh, yes. yes. That was yes. magnificent. That, that was, was the best ball ever. I'll tell you the worst ball ever. Uh-huh. Um, 2010 World Cup playing in, in Germany. Oh, yeah. The ball, uh, I forget what they call the ball, but people with listeners will know. Uh-huh. Honestly, it used to move unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. talking about huh? from striking the ball. And did you struggle to trap the ball there? Yeah. Mate, that was you? all right. To be fair. <laughs> I just went for the middle one. Yeah. Seeing three of them. <laughs> Sean's on the line. He's hoping for you know Champions League next season yeah. or whatever. Hi, Sean. Good evening. Hi there. How are you? 
Hi, Sean. Yeah, right. I'm good, thank you. You? Oh. I've watched a lot of social media, but also go to uh, Twitter. Yeah. And I've heard tonight that Alan McGregor will not play for Rangers next season. Yeah. And there's yeah. a few other players. Uh, Sean, we've been saying that. Yeah, we've got it. We, uh, we've we had it this afternoon. Yeah, I heard it on the Go Radio News this afternoon, Sean. So, yeah, we've been talking about it. So, what do you yeah, feel? Absolutely. Are you? Are, are you? Um, how do you feel about your goalkeeper then? Well, see, Boris, I think McCrory deserves a chance. I've said that yeah. up and down, he should be number one. I think, don't get me wrong, but I think if Jack um, signs for Rangers in the next season, I believe Jack will be number one next season. But to, to be honest, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if McCrory was number one. Only person I don't want anywhere near number one at Rangers next season oh. is John McLaughlin. John McLaughlin is yeah. nowhere near Rangers standards. That's a bit harsh. He's a good, very good goalkeeper, but maybe not. Well, Craig, what would you say then? He's, he's, yeah. he's not going to be number one, clearly. No. And uh, Robbie McCrory, uh, yeah. look, he's come in and, and, and shown mm. that um, he's, he certainly deserves a chance to, to put his stamp on mm-hmm. uh, potentially the number one jersey. But again, I think Michael is is looking to strengthen in that area. You're referring to to Jack Butler, I believe, uh, who's he's coming, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I believe he will be. Yeah. He will be coming. And I've got again, I've got no issue with two top keepers mm-hmm. top keepers competing for a number one position sure. because that means you've got a strong goalkeeper and what about the striking position so Cholak you know when you read it you hear it yes. it sounds as though he is going to leave yep. so I wonder how much money they'll get for Cholak yeah I mean think? again I, I don't really know I mean again it's easy it's easy when you talk about players and we were talking John off, off here mm. like, you know players Get, get out of contract players leaving mm. the club and all that but when players are under contract then you're looking to get rid of those players mm. then you know there's a lot of negotiation going on there can you actually get the club that's willing to to pay the right price that the clubs are looking for but the likes of Chorlak um, Paul Chorlak yep. Sakala yeah. Matondo uh, for me I, again Lawrence I, Lawrence, yeah. I think that will will stay at the football club. I think he's, he's, yeah, I think he's a lot got of a, injuries though. He's, he's, he's a Welsh star. I hope he does well, uh, Tom. But course, you know yeah. he's had he's had a lot of injuries. Haji, Haji, another one. Like, so these, how, these kind how of players. How long do you keep going with with injured players? Kemar Roof. If you yeah. had a chance to sign him now, you'd probably say you know, it doesn't play enough. Oh, well, you'd, you'd put him on a pay per play yeah. deal. Indeed, yeah. 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 Here's what the manager's talking about, Sean, when he was asked today about the okay five players definitely going, uh, gaps to fill. Yeah, of course, there are big gaps to fill. Uh, there are big gaps to fill, but you know that does give people a fantastic opportunity. A lot of those guys, Alfredo's the only one that we inherited in 2018. The others signed into the project and they've all been fantastic there for five and in Alfredo's case, longer. And have really seen this club move from where it was in 2018 to where it is today, which is a much healthier place. So there'll be uh, important players coming in to fill those roles. And it's important that I give the players coming in uh, no shadows around them. They get the opportunity to come in and, and be main players and that's certainly an exciting time for me and the staff and I'm sure for the fans as well. Yeah, the players are Kent, Morellas, Alan McGregor, Philip Hollander and Scott Arfield. Sean, are you disappointed that Scott Arfield's not staying for another year? I'm, Scott Arfield's the only one I'm disappointed at but let's be honest, the Rangers manager, he knows next season, he needs to bring in top strikers uh, I would sign uh, uh, Nisbet and Shankland from uh, is it, uh, Hearts. I think they just should go for their two. But I understand the manager, he knows his style. If he does not go in the next uh, three weeks, four weeks into the season, 
see if Rangers are three or four points behind Celtic at the start of the season. Michael Bell, unfortunately, knows he is under serious pressure. He will probably get sacked. So he, he, he's going into next season basically saying, Rangers need to win the league or I'm sacked. Yeah, again, I, I hear what you're saying there. Just the names that you've mentioned in regards to, look, clearly the, the pointy end of the pitch in terms of a striker, that's um, there. There needs to be some investment there. You need to be guaranteed to to bring a player in that's able to score 25 to 30 goals. It's it's pure and simple. Nisbet and Shankland, mm-hmm. I'm afraid I don't think are those players. They they for me would if they did come into arrangements would be bit part players, which is not what they would want as professional football players. Where at the moment they're playing and, and scoring and being loved by by the clubs that, that they're at. I don't see them coming in as being a main number nine for, for Rangers. Maybe I think one of them? No. Not, not, as, a, not as a main no, number nine. Got you. Sean, yeah. is, do you not think that's... Putting Are you going to ask my friend? <laughs> Sean, I'm all right, mate. Do you not think yeah. that's a little bit too much pressure to put on Michael Beale? They have to, he has to win the league or he's sacked? No, I, don't, I actually don't think, mate. I think he deserves to get under that much pressure because... Uh, he came into the season we were nine points behind um, yep. your lovely club I don't want, I don't want to say the name right? <laughs> uh, say the name Sean come on don't we Sean you're better than that come on no I'm no better than that the guy like, let's be honest like, when, see, see when uh, he make I think, he'll, I oh, think yeah. he'll be sacked then Sean because that's a huge huge Effort for Rangers to go and win the league next year when you think how well Celtic have done and Celtic are going to add as well. Yeah. You know, they're going to add, they're going to spend another 25 million on proper players because they need that to go into the yeah. Champions League. So, all I'm saying is, mate, I think that's a lot of pressure. I would be saying at least a trophy, yeah. Michael Beale, next yeah, season. But the, the league over 38 games, I don't know what Craig thinks, but that, that's quite a lot of pressure. And to say he'll be sacked. Not quite sure if he's allowed to bring all these players in and spend a big budget. Yeah. Then you know you have to look at that side as well, Greg. Yeah, no. Look, I think I mean, look. Of course, in Glasgow, we know that there's pressure. There, there is immense pressure on winning mm. trophies. Uh, that that goes without saying. But uh, you know, the importance of Michael Bill hitting the ground running at the start of the season. You've obviously got European qualifiers that will be thrown into that mix. Uh, look, it's important that that it starts in the, in the in the right manner. Um, but in terms of you know sacking sacking Michael Beale, no. uh, when really we, you know I think the, the the comments that have come out of Rangers is we're kind of saying that Michael Beale is going to be back to go and um, you know attack this project and bring his players his type of players uh, into to the football club. So um, for me that means patience. That means obviously getting the right players and 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 hitting the ground running like I say at the start of the season. Then, then you can assess where you are and, and, and how big a gap. But it has to be closed uh, again. Clearly, in terms of this season, has been too big a gap. He's got to close the gap yep. next season. And clearly, he knew that when he came from QPR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember he'd just been offered the Wolves job four weeks before. But Sean, listen, you got your opinion. Thanks for calling. Yeah. It's the worst phone line in the world if tonight, wasn't, wasn't it? It wasn't good at all. Wasn't we great. couldn't hear you that well. Um, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. We mentioned Scott Arfield. He's one of those leaving mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. I guess it'll be Saturday and then it's uh, off on holiday. Or Where's he going to go next? But here's the manager speaking and paying tribute to him. Was there a chance that he might have stayed? Only selfishly on my part, but then you have to live the reality of it. And he's a key player and he gives a lot of energy to the building, his teammates, but he needs to feel that he's obviously going to be involved and, and play from the start or 
have a significant involve, involvement and I can't promise him that. That's where you can't stop the sands of time though, can you? He's what, 34, 35? Yeah. He wants to play football. Here's the manager's uh, words about Morellas. What's his legacy at Rangers? Well, in numbers and certainly financial outlay had been an unknown when he came in, probably was third choice striker when he arrived in the club. So he's gone on to do something fantastic from a young boy that arrived here from so far away. Um, and I think at times, if you look back to the games against Porto and Feyenoord, uh, I thought he, he, if you, I know that's going back a couple of seasons, but he was at a fantastic level, even in the middle of last season, in, in the key games in Europe, I thought Alfredo was excellent. So I think that's for others to judge. But when they look back at the outlay we paid for the boy and, and the goal contribution over the time he was here, we'll look to back on fondly. John, as a great striker, what would you say about Morelos at his best? At his best, he he was good. I, I think you know he's got his over his hundred goals. I think he was unpredictable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he he, he was uh, sneaky, quick. Mm-hmm. I could get away from people when he put his body in. One fouls. Um, he he was difficult to play against. You know he'd uh, he'd back in and you know he, he'd be almost horrible to play against because he's. He had that little bit of cynicalness about him yeah. as well, where you know he put himself about, got himself in a bit of bother with his. I think he got sent off five times in one season, didn't he? You had to get that four, end, didn't four you? or five. <laughs> yeah, I did, I'm just saying, Paul. I'm just saying exactly how I feel about him. What he did was he cleaned up his act. Yeah. You know, I'd had seven sending offs down in England before I came to Celtic. I only got sent off once in 240 games so I cleaned up my act you know the managers don't want you being sent off they want you putting yourself about you can't really do it now like you could do 20 years ago because you miss time of foul now you're off you know it looks so bad now as well from camera angles and everything else but no uh, my view of Morelos was good player um, played, played played his part at Rangers with all his goals um and as I said, you know, he's uh, he's a player that I think that when he's fit, uh, he caused a lot more problems. But in the last couple of seasons, um, you know, he hasn't okay. been fit. He's had a few off-field problems. And he's probably not finished his Rangers career as well as no, he would have sure. liked. But yeah. in his pomp, I thought he was a good player. That's quite an insight, John, that you had those sendings off down south and then mm. only one after seven. And then it was one. So that is, Greg, like you're view your legacy thoughts on Morellas after the news the Go Radio football show with Macklin Motors find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk let's go there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. Let's go! Craig Moore, Paul Cooney and John Hartson. It can only be the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. A good night last night. Barry Ferguson on top form along with Mark Guidi. And tomorrow night here on the programme... Well, I'll tell you soon who is going to be on between five and seven. Listen, thank you for making the switch. We really appreciate every call, every email, 
every transfer charge call. Do you know what that is, Craig? Transfer, transfer charge, charge call, yeah. No, what is that? <laughs> no, it used to be a thing you could transfer. Yeah, the call connect? Yeah, you could, so if you connect were call. phoning home, you get the parents to pay yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and no, they say, yeah. would you accept the call? John, do you remember it? I used to do that yes. myself. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. Only just. Oh, well, there's a word for it. Yeah. Uh, a collect call. Swindling your parents, that's what it was called. A collect call, that's it. Used to, yeah. Well, we're open for your calls at 0808 17 17 700. Ange Postacoglu named the cinch manager of the year. Was there any doubt about it? And Kyogo as the player of the year. And this Sunday night, it's the Football Writers. Big award dinner night, in yeah. Glasgow, the awards night. So we'll find out. You'd imagine it would be. John, can you see past. Uh, and Postacoglu, hard to well, see he's won a double. When, when you win yeah. a double, potential yeah. treble, then you can't look anywhere else, can you really? I'd be saying that if it was the Motherwell sure. manager, Rangers manager. That's it. You can't do any better than that, can you? And the news out of Rangers, Morellas and Kent no more. They are going at the weekend. Alan McGregor, what a career. Twice at Rangers, one mm-hmm. of the great, and Scotland goalkeepers. Yep. Philip Hollander, we didn't see enough of him, did we? He had a good start and then disappeared. Injury, yep. unfortunately. Yeah. Nothing this season at all. No, yeah. No. Um, and Scott Arfield, and how the Rangers fan Lorraine has been on. Uh, she was listening. She absolutely loves Scott oh, Arfield. Yeah. Yep. So, Lorraine. And, and I think with Scotty, is with, with Ryan Jack yep. re signing, mm-hmm. I think that probably allowed the situation for, for Scotty to move on because he is important in the dressing room. Uh, no doubt about that but mm. with Ryan Jack's re-sign and Paul I think he's taken up that slack now of educating the newcomers that will come into the football club yep. um, lots of people tuning in here's one from David who works for another radio group um, and he said yep still tuning in each night Paul he enjoys it so I'm not sure which team he supports but he tunes into the Go Radio Football Show spread the word probably stays anonymous it's something's best best way to do with it John yeah it's hard for you L- everyone L- knows you stars, the they all stay yeah. anonymous the best way to do it Harry Styles he's in town isn't he Edinburgh yeah. this weekend as well yep Anna and her friends are on the way to nice. that young Anna so she should enjoy yeah. it with uh, Harry Styles where are we going with this one we were talking about Morellas just before Morellas, the news yeah. and yeah. John was uh, making some great points about yeah. him how will you remember Alfredo and look, again, I just look at, I guess, Morelos in regards to the amount of goals that he scored for the football club, uh, the importance of those goals. Um, and, you know, like any good striker, Paul, when he was at the top, of, the very top of his game, he just knew where to be. Um, you know, knew where the ball would drop into the box. He scored, uh, let some goals that were maybe not so flashy, but really, really important goals. And, and you know, his game kind of changed slightly towards the end of his Rangers career. I know you're still going to have some Rangers supporters that absolutely love uh, Morelos in terms of uh, everything that he's done for the football club. Um, and there'll be some some knockers in regards to the way he finished at the football club. Mm-hmm. But I think what's fair is we can say that um, at his best, he was a very, very good player and he scored a huge amount of goals and some very, very important ones for the football club. The manager was asked today, but let's make this the final word on Morelos and Kent. But he was asked, did you offer them new contracts since you arrived as manager? No, not in the time I was here. Neither was offered a contract in the time since I come back from November. I, there may have been some discussions before that with Ross and Gio, but in the time I was here, the relationship I had with the two boys, it was important they focused on football. I came in at a time where the team wasn't performing well on the pit. We parked some of those conversations to earlier this month, and then it was confirmed on our side that we think it's right for all parties to, to look for something new. And I, I think the players were in agreement as well. They're wasn't we all seem to be on the same page sometimes things run their calls and I think both boys it's fair to say need a, a new environment and, and that hopefully will give them a burst of energy and, and for them to get back to their best because um, I don't think this season's been their best season 
Um, and certainly for us, I think in those positions, we need to bring some new faces in. Um, and I think over time, when you look back, their contribution to Rangers will be looked upon very fondly. Some of the other news today is Stephen Davis, the veteran. He's been injured, so he's still talking with Rangers yeah. uh, to get him fit. The contract yeah. doesn't actually say, so he's not released though. No, and look, I mean, actually, it was a name that I had written down there. You know, he's he's a, been a top professional, picked up a quite a serious injury at a later stage of his career, Paul. So, look, I think he will struggle to get back to to doing what he would like to on the football field for Rangers, um, because the reality is, Michael Beale's going for fresh, young legs. You know, that energy that's required now is is not from a thirty six, thirty seven year old. Uh, but I, I do expect Stephen Davis to potentially hang about um, in terms of there may be other opportunities in terms of the, the background changes. Uh, he would be a great mm. person again. I think the importance of having people that know the football club and that are able to continue to educate other mm. people, John, coming through the club. Well, I think as well, you've got to be careful when you get a diamond like Rangers have yeah. in, in Stephen Davis with all his experience and the way that he, he, can, he looks after the ball and... Um, never looks really under any pressure, does he? Always yeah. knows where he is, always knows what's behind him um, in terms of when he plays. You know, when, he, when you've got a, a, a gem like he is, then, you know, you, you don't, you've got to be careful letting these guys go because somebody else might might snap them up as a coach or mm-hmm. an influencer. Um, and again, he, he's played in the Premier League, he's excelled, he's excelled for his country. And uh, he's excelled in, in a Rangers oh, shirt, so yeah. I can see why. I think it's very wise for Michael Beale. Um, financially, he can't hold on to all of them. He's obviously been told as well to cut the wage budget to bring others in. Um, you know, so for me, um, yeah, Stephen Davis would be uh, would be a great addition to have have and keep hold of. The other news today: uh, the manager is going to speak to Bayern next week about Malik Tillman. Tillman. It's time to know, isn't it? Because yeah. we're. Um, coming towards the end of May, hard to believe, but yeah. we are. Would you agree with that? And do you think, what, how do you feel today, Craig? I know I ask you every week. Uh-huh, uh-huh. At the moment, it was 50-50, the yeah. player said last week. What do you feel? Look, again, I, I think about the player's head I put on all, as much as I can. Right? And uh, is he going to play more football at Bayern Munich or is he going to play more football at, at Rangers? And I think he's going to play more football at Rangers. Now, that means that you know the the the, the ex sorry the, the buyout clause or the option to buy for Rangers. I don't know whether it sits at five million. Um, if it does, that's a big investment. But yeah. at the same time, I do I I really do believe that um, due to his age, due to still the 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 growth in terms of um, the player himself, I think he'll be worth a lot more money in that in two to three years time. So right. I think he's a good investment. Good player. Yeah. Um, again, I think it's going to boil down to finances. Um, do they have first refusal on him? Yes. Well, I would imagine normally yeah. with that loan with the option yeah. to buy that Rangers. Yeah, because would have there's that. no doubt that the other clubs look looking at him. Yeah. Um, but if they have a, if they have first refusal and they have a they have a figure um, that's already been agreed yeah. between both mm-hmm. clubs, if Rangers were to take him then uh, you'd have to take him. I said a couple of weeks ago, and you, he hits massively into your budget. Um, but he's young. There's a saleable asset there in terms of what you could sell him for in the future. 
So for me, um, I, I think I'd push the boat out to get him if I was Michael Beale, yeah. Would you? Yeah. He's a good player. He, he, he makes difference in games. He goes and wins games. He's a real talent. And as Craig mentioned, he's at the right age. You can join the conversation with Craig Moore and John Harson at Go Football Show or you can call us 0808 17 17 700. John, he's a player that did so well for Celtic, part of that uh, nine in a row winning team. Tom Rogic, and he went to one of your old clubs as well, to West Brom this yeah. time last summer. In fact, even later, wasn't it? Surprised mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. He's been released though. So they had a year's option they could have exercised. They haven't. 23 games, two goals. I mean, he's a Rolls Royce of a player. Well, he it's... was. Yeah. You know, Paul, he was. We, mm-hmm. all have a, we all have a period where we... I was never a Rolls Royce. I was more of a mini, mini Metro that could shoot oh, out the, that could, that yeah. could shoot a few goals here and there. A Mini Metro? Well, I don't yeah, think no, it was ever a Mini no. Metro. Yeah, well, all, all, listen, <laughs> all I'm saying is there's stages in Tom Rogic's career where he's he's been incredible. Some of the goals, I remember he could pick the ball up on the halfway line. He showed great power and skills and then shooting from, from the edge of the box and... He's got a goal a couple of seasons ago at Dundee United. He really looked as if he was going to kick on. Um, so he's had times in in his Celtic career that I've watched him and he's been brilliant. Um, but obviously, he, I think he was offered a contract at the time at Celtic, decided to go, um, and then he went down to West Brom. And it's yeah. not really happened for him. You no. know, he hasn't hit the heights that we saw him hit mm-hmm. when he was a Celtic player. And, you know, how old is he? He's in his 30s 30. now. He's only 30. Yeah. 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 That's the thing, John. I think everyone thought that last year. He was yeah. only 29 when he left Celtic. People yeah. saying, wow, it's, it's a strange... Sometimes, yeah. Craig, you'll know him, obviously, he's an Australian as well. Well, yeah, yeah and I do know I do know Tommy. And he, look, he, he kind of keeps himself to himself. He always oh, has done. Um, bit of a but, yeah. yeah, but I, I wouldn't say loner. Just, yeah, just keep very withdrawn yeah. at times. Um, but I remember I, I did catch up with him a couple of times. Mm. Uh, and I think um, his family mm. felt as if, like, it was maybe time for, for a new challenge. Mm. I was very surprised to, to see him end up at West Brom because I can tell you right now that certainly wasn't where he expected to, to land. I, I think he was looking at that kind of Middle East uh, halfway yeah. house between Europe and, and, and Australia. If he's still fit and if he's still um, hungry, yeah. God, he, can, he can maybe do it now because yeah. he's it, still got years on his side. But he didn't have that option on the back of a very good Celtic career. Uh, mm. That, mm. that opportun- opportunity never provided itself then. There was one in Qatar, wasn't there, it what, might, three years ago? Yeah, may, may, maybe it's there now. But what, yeah. what, what we sometimes you know we think that the grass is greener yeah. Some, yeah. somewhere else yeah. and he's a he, you know, very, very good age. Mm. Uh, yeah, and, but and he was, at, I remember, if I remember rightly, I think Ange came out and says they, they did offer him something to stay. Yeah, yeah. I but think he had a year left of his contract. Yeah, so he, it, it, was down to, it, was, it was actually Tom's decision to go. Because I think there was a deal there for him if he wanted it. Here's someone else you know really well, both of you. He is a, an absolute legend. 70 years old, doesn't look at though, Graham Souness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see that he's going to swim the channel. I've seen that. For Deborah for the charity and for young Ayla who has touched... His heart, it's just, he said it's changed his life. I've been privileged enough to meet young Isla um, at the Kilt Walk. Yes. And Graham helped to lead out the Kilt Walk last September mm-hmm. in Edinburgh. Um, I heard him on the radio this morning as well. Yeah. He was talking with uh, Laura and with Ali. Um, he was absolutely, it's amazing. So he's swimming the channel. Swimming yeah. the channel with, with, with the father? Uh, yeah, with the father. The father, right. Isla. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Um, and he's hoping to raise... 1.1 million. Well, so, I, th- I think yeah. he'll raise that money. I think with with Graham's profile and uh, 
you know, it's it's one of those. I'm a big advocate, Paul, for charity, oh, as you know. Sure. And Graham, I think he attended a dinner five years ago. He said in London, he first heard about this particular yeah. um, problem, this skin, illness, yeah. you know, skin problem, and uh, he almost described it as if it's like a blowtorch on your body. That the pain, that it's excruciating yeah. pain, and uh, you know, Graham. You know the man that he is. He's he's obviously taken on this challenge, and he'll yeah. do it, and he'll mm -hmm. raise the money because we all remember him as a player in his days at Liverpool, three European Cups, and of course his time at Rangers as well. So Graham is one of them people. I think if he says he's going to do something, he's very very determined, and he'll do it. And it's full credit to him because he's give up his role on on television. He yeah. says he, he he had something up his sleeve, a surprise for everybody, and he's going to throw himself. You know. Uh, 100% into this challenge and uh, I, I think it's very commendable I really do it's, ah, it's different yeah. class and to be fair the channel so what's that it's like 21 mile, miles or something miles. like that yeah. Exactly yeah. Great, yeah. oh my god he says Fifth. he's a really good swimmer mm -hmm. yeah but swimming across the channel he says that the waters can get a bit yeah. murky choppy. and yeah. bumpy and choppy so it's a different swim altogether of than course. going doing yeah. 150 lengths or whatever it is or yeah. of your local sure. swimming pool yeah. you know? but go online and you'll find it great yeah. as soon as the swim Deborah is the charity for that dreadful only 5,000 people in the UK Terrible. suffer from it um, and she's it's Isla Grist from the Black Isle and you know up there John you've got uh, family connections mm -hmm. uh, up in the north so well done to Graham Souness it is amazing you know people can criticise the football world and there's things that could be better but they also use their um, influence and in his case his time yeah, to go and swim there's, yeah. so, there's so many um, people that it's touched him hasn't yeah. it it's it obviously yeah. something sometimes in your life yeah. it could be anywhere and something just touches you and you go, do you know what, I, I want to help this person. I want to do something here to make a difference, you know. And it's obviously really touched Graham's heart. And he's taken on this challenge. And as I said, it's just a mm. real credit to himself. And John, look what you've done as well. I'm just throwing it at you. We've spoken about it before in the show. But when I met you in 2016, uh, when you were promoting the Kilt Walk for us, but it was for the cancer charities that you, the John Hartson Foundation, you help so many people. And you share your experience. Well, I think if, with, you, if you can do yeah. it, Paul, I, I just think you know if you're in a position to to help people mm -hmm. and and to raise money and to raise awareness, then go and do it because it's very satisfaction. Um, it, it brings me huge satisfaction. Mm -hmm. I've said it before when I go along to the Glasgow Breast Cancer Charity with a check for fifty thousand pounds, Paul. Mm -hmm. And you know it's going wow. to make a huge difference yep. to, the, to that particular charity, breast cancer. That to me is the, the, the sense of um, gratitude mm. and everything else. And like that to me means more than scoring any goal yeah. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. any stadium in front of, you know, nothing beats it to think that mm. you've helped that so many people and yeah. you've done something good in your life. Yeah. You know, more, you know, I'm not just saying it's up to no. people. People sure. are individuals, each each to their own. But th there's nothing, there's nothing beats it when you can go over that check, knowing it's going to make a huge difference to people's lives. But it's John spot on there, and it's an individual thing because we both went through this. I had testicular cancer as well. Remember, yep, uh, back in 2008. Yep. And and I, I I was approached by quite a lot of people, John, in in, in regards to to getting behind uh, certain things, but. 
my headspace wasn't there. Hmm? My headspace wasn't there. So you're right in terms of it, it is an individual thing, it's yeah. a personal thing, and, and, and it's got to strike a chord with you. Mm. Um, and obviously all the amazing work that you've done, uh, which is absolutely amazing, but it is, it's down to the person. I, I kind of felt a little bit, I, I wanted to stay out of the limelight mm. through that process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, that's very personal. And it was course, it was the way that I of course. was, was, was yeah. experiencing It's like, it's like I'm showing this up until five years ago. I'm not saying he hadn't done any charity work prior yeah. to that. Mm. But this has touched him. This yeah. is this is something that he wants to do. And he's stubborn, he's determined he's going to do this. And as I said, it's uh, it's, it's a very um, decent mm. thing for, for a human right. being yeah. to do, to raise money for other people that are struggling in the world. 324,000. That's where it is at the moment. It's going up. I think he was on breakfast telly. He'll double well it. Done. He'll double yeah, it. Yeah, my my guess is, yeah. is that he'll raise it's over got, two million. Yeah. And wow. what they need, one point one? Yeah. They'll raise over two million. That's my that's my guess. Quick break, and then we're back. Craig Moore, Paul Cooney, John Harson. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT, or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go. Thanks, Chris. Back in 20 minutes or so. 26 minutes past six. It's Tuesday evening. It's the Go Radio Football Show with our friends at Macklin Motors. These two are motoring tonight. Uh -huh. Craig Moore and <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. And uh, John Hartson uh, on great form this evening. We've been hearing from both sets of managers and uh, some of the headlines today with Kent, Helander, Morellas, McGregor, and Arfield leaving Rangers in the summer. Uh, for Celtic, well, let's hear. Uh, from the manager, Ange Postacoglu, talking about tomorrow night's games. Let's preview the matches. Full card tomorrow. Hibs take on champion Celtic. Yeah, I think all the games, uh, you know, apart probably apart from our, ourselves and, and Rangers, you know, everyone else has got something to play for. So, um, like I said, with Europe in mind, so it should be a good game for us. Um, always, you know, always a, a difficult game. Uh, at Easter Road, and it got you know it's always a good atmosphere, and because they've got something to play for, I think it'll be a good challenge for our guys. And um, you know, I think they've they've sort of you know been probably the most consistent they've have been for probably all year in terms of the way they're playing. And um, so it'll be a good good challenge for us. Like I said, good atmosphere, and looking forward to the game. So a couple of weeks ago, it was thirteen points between them. It's now eight. So they'll be really looking to do something tomorrow night. Join your old team at Hebs. Celtic normally play well there. Yeah, I yeah. think they've got a decent record there over the years. But and as Anne said, you know, it's um, it's something to play for. I think whatever team he picks, then yeah. the players will will have something to play for the Celtic team because they, they always want to impress the manager and give him a bit of food for thought in terms of their performances. But he's right in terms of you know, the, apart from Celtic and Rangers and and the bottom three, um, you know, all the other teams are playing for something really. Um, whereas you know the the the, the sides like um, you know uh, Hearts and Hibs, there's bragging rights there. Yeah. I think I think Aberdeen, Hearts are still in an opportunity to finish third. Hibs can catch their rivals, Hearts. Although it's four points, Hearts only need the one win to secure. Um, and they're chasing Aberdeen, of course. But um, yeah, I think it'll be a game that that you want to win, having not won the last two. The bigger picture is, and just yeah. said it himself. It's done, but listen. There's nothing better. They'll take a full. They'll take a, a vociferous crowd mm -hmm. through to Easter Road tomorrow night. Celtic fans are soon up the road, Edinburgh. So they'll, they'll have a they'll have a huge following, and I'm sure the players will be doing their utmost uh, to try and win the game. 
What do you think the Celtic team will look like tomorrow night, Craig? I know it's hard to tell, but... Yeah, I still yeah. think that, it, again, it's not going to be the team that I think Celtic supporters are going to see come cup final. Uh, I still think that there'll be players that Anne just touched on that he would like to maybe give minutes for uh, or persist with. I think it's going to be a tough game for Celtic. Um, I think that they'll win the game, uh, but I think it's going to be tight. You know, I think Hibs... Uh, at home we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot of energy um, and we'll be in the match for I think a, a, a decent part uh, a long part of that match but I think Celtic will be too strong in the end and I'll go for a 2-1 victory there Paul to, to Celtic Ange was asked today about the changes in the team some of them okay. forced by injuries and is he rotating the squad at the moment that's what he was asked uh, no I don't think so I think I just wanted to give Guys, game time, so we can play. You know, we can be ready for for the cup final. But I'm not. I haven't learned anything in the last period that I didn't already know. Um, it's not. Um, you know, from my perspective, there's nothing I'm learning now that I didn't already know. It's like we know. Actually, the one thing I do know is this squad is champions. So that's a pretty good feeling, and uh, that's what I. Uh, that's what we set out to do, and we've done it. So um, there's nothing else I need to know, really, <laughs> apart from the fact that they're been outstanding this year and they've they've won the competition, they've won another competition and they've got an opportunity to win another competition. So I think uh, there's everything I need to know is right there. Oh, <laughs> so, someone got under his skin yeah. today. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe yeah. didn't get a great sleep last night. You can't argue with him, though, can you? <laughs> no, no, you, you can't. But something, something's wound him up there. I can tell in his voice. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think if they play as well as they did at the weekend, 20, 77% possession, yeah. 21% shots, 11 on target. And I've said it before, I think when you have that many shots, um, and through the one thing I think that Ange would, would like to see is more goals. Yeah. Now, I know they've thumped a lot of teams this season, four or five and things like that, but when you're creating as, as many opportunities um, and you have a chance to put the game to bed, you know, at, at, at two one, at, well, they went two one down, didn't they? They went two one. By the way, yeah. Maine had a chance. Sure. Hit yeah. the post, post to go yeah. three yeah. one up. He did a yeah. Callum against yeah. finish was nice because he used Very the nice. defender to block the goalkeeper into the side. Yeah. Defending wasn't good. But all I'd say yeah. is, Paul, it's like, yeah, defending for the goals wasn't yeah. very good. Um, but when you're, when you're dominating like the ball yeah. that much, I think the one thing that he'd want more of is is for his team to get more goals and put, put teams to bed. Um, and there's been times, you know, this season where... Well, they, they haven't quite managed to do that, although, again, they're champions, as Ange is saying. But that would have been frustrating to have, to have had all that ball, all them opportunities at the weekend, and only score two goals. Keogh wants them to score as many goals as the Lisbon Lions he was mentioning yesterday. Do you want a wee bit more from Ange on this thing about the rotation? What's and, he, what's he, what's well, he got? Yeah, cause someone, someone's wound him up. You think so? You know him well. You played under him. Yeah, so. Brief, briefly, very briefly. <laughs> <laughs> you were part of the rotation. <laughs> straight, straight. Out the door. Oh, uh, harsh but true. Uh, no, again, it's just about sort of using these games, like I said, to get game time because, you know, I didn't want to go into knock on water cup final and we get an injury in, you know, the week of the game or the, the week before and somebody hasn't played for six or seven weeks, you know. I thought when once we won the title, I just thought, well, why not use this time to, to sort of gate game time with the guys and make sure that whatever happens between now and cup final, we've got guys who have played games, you know, um, fairly recently, you know, because 
we've had a game at a week at you know just one game a week for quite a while and there's quite a few guys who haven't played for for a long time and like I said I was just really keen to try and get as many of them some some game time so that um, you know, coming into cup final week we got hopefully a healthy squad but also a squad that's that's actually played some football recently so that you know whatever lineup I come with I come up with um, isn't somebody who hasn't played for you know five or six or seven weeks John what's your scoreline then what do you reckon I, th- I think Celtic will win the game. Um, like Craig, I think they'll 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 get it done. But again, you know, you've got you know what what type of team. But I, yeah. I, I still think even though there's changes to the team, if O plays up top and he, he changes the, the wide men or something like that, um, Aksabanovic maybe comes in and um, Iwata goes to centre half or mid- midfield. We're not quite sure yeah. what team. I still think there should be enough there. I think Craig said it earlier on. I think there still should be enough there. No disrespect to Hibs, but you know the, the quality players that are playing around these guys and on the training pitch, and you know the 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 um, the responsibility of playing for Celtic. Um, I think they'll have enough, and they, and and they should yeah, yeah. they should go and win the game. Match, which so. it that, will be a tough match. That's why Paul they're at Celtic. Yeah. If if they weren't as good as they are they'd be at Hibs and they'd be at Motherwell. No disrespect to these other yeah. clubs. The reason you play for Celtic or Rangers yeah. is because you're part of the best best players in the country. And there's a bit more pressure that's been driven now internally by Ange because mm-hmm. clearly he's not happy, right? Because he's a winner, yeah? He's a winner because he wants to win. Winners. Every football match he goes into, he wants to win. So the, the, old, the old firm game, disappointing result. Mm. A draw at home to St Mirren, mm-hmm. that's a disappointing result. So he's a winner. He's a winner. And you can sense that that disappointment or annoyance in, in his voice in those interviews. But at the same time, John, he'll be driving that continually those that, those standards for the players, whoever's yeah. going to start against Hibs. You've got to go and perform. They'll go and win the football match, but I think it'll be a tough match. Mm-hmm. Rangers uh, dominated against them, didn't they? 3-0 until the last. So 3-1 at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, and look, and again, with the Rangers situation now... Uh, for me, it's great that they can finish the season well, winning football matches, mm. great energy and all those kind of things. But th- th- there's also the side of there's there's no pressure. Mm. There's no pressure. And the real pressure and the real test is going to be next season sure. for Rangers. Mm. You know, that very first game, uh, whether it be the European qualifier or the very first old firm game, that's when I think you you, you can you can judge Rangers again. Up until then... Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's, 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 it's not yeah. dissimilar to what Pep Guardiola will have mm. because if... Man City go to Brighton tomorrow night. They're on the verge of it. So they need to beat Man United in the FA Cup final. They need to beat Inter Milan in the Champions League Cup final. I know at this moment in time is a different level. I'm not comparing before, you know, people start yeah. assuming this and that. But if Man City go and lose to Brighton tomorrow night, mm. Pep's going to be naturally a little bit disappointed because he's so used to winning. Yeah. Ange is no different. He's a winner. But it's almost like the title's in the bag. It's not going to make any difference tomorrow night if Brighton win 5-1. Or even if, if Man City win. They have won sure. the league for the fourth time in the last five years, the Premier League. It's a remarkably feat. Are they going to do the treble this year? Do you think Man City are going to do it? Let's mention I think the way yeah. that they play yeah. and that they look unstoppable. Yeah. The way mm. they dismantled Real Madrid. Incredible, wasn't it? it yeah. They just kept the sure. ball. It, it almost looked like an under-16s team playing against an under-9s team. Sure. You know, John, the, what's the jeopardy then? Is it because the Italians into Milan? The Italians are the 
the masters well, of great down, defending, though, don't they? They, they yeah. break it down, though, Paul. They move you Good. out. Yeah. They move you out of positions. Haaland has just made a huge difference. 50-odd yeah. goals. How could imagine Man City not winning the league and your centre forwards yeah. goes over fifty goals? Sure, I know. But yeah. they're just they're just unbelievable mm. the way they pass and move and push their full backs forward. And they've got John Stones, one of the best centre halves in the country, yeah. plays for England at centre back, yeah. playing centre midfield. That's crazy. It, how, it's, how, it's, yeah. just, it's frightening. How he can change a yeah. player's thoughts and 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 add, I guess, more weaponry to their, to their yeah. armour you know it's incredible what he's done and he's done it over the years it's not as if it's the first time that he's ever done it with no. a player yeah. no. it That's does incredible. help though it does yeah. help when you've got the best right back in the work in the world in Kyle Walker and by the way rapid, you, you, you've rapid. got the best midfield player in the world yeah. in De Bruyne yeah. you've got the best centre half uh, centre forward Forwards. in the world in Haaland yeah. Yeah. and you've arguably got the best goalkeeper mm-hmm. in, in Edison so you've got four of the best players in the world in their particular positions. That does help so win the game. So they're winning point. the treble, John? They're winning the treble? In my opinion, yes. I think they're unstoppable. Okay. So Champions League, John obviously thinks all yeah, What I do think you so. think? I, yeah. I also think so. I just, I don't think it's... Yeah. I've seen anything quite like um, the job that they've done mm-hmm. on Real Madrid. I thought it was incredible. It could have been... Already by half-time, the game could have been dead. Oh, they were yeah. frightening. Sure. That was yeah. ridiculous. It was one of the best, top, wasn't top. it, to watch? Yeah, it was the phenomenal. quality, the yeah. pass of De Bruyne. I uh, think a lot of people will be surprised now if, yep. if they don't win it because they're yeah. just so good. Mm. They're so much better than anybody else. And he knows his team for the final, doesn't he? If they're all fit. You know, I remember last year he's yeah. made some changes and they thought, oh, he's blown it the year before. He's not going to do that this sometimes time, is he? Sometimes he's tried to be, and who, sure. who am I yeah. to say that sometimes Pep has tried to be a little bit too clever. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about cup finals. I'm pretty sure that, like Ange Postacoglu, mm. Pep knows what, what his starting lineup is for that that um, European Cup final. Yeah, and I think as well, I was listening to the boys last night, Gary Neville and uh, Jamie Carragher talk, and they, they've mm. talked quite a lot about Man City. And they said in recent weeks, yeah. they've tightened up defensively. Yeah. You know, there was almost like they got hit on the break once or twice early on in the season. But for whatever reason, they've got a little bit more cover. Rodri's incredible. <sighs> and, and and they just seem to have, you know, they do all the stats. And I, I think the, 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 the chances against ratio yeah. is, is a lot yeah. better than what it was sort of two months ago. So they've tightened up defensively, wow. which is a frightening thought for other teams, isn't it? Let's hope they win the Champions League. I think it might be even tougher against Man United. Just the fact that it's the rivalry between the rivalry. two. And, and, you know, they want to emulate what Sir Alex did yeah. with Man United winning a treble that year. Anyway, uh, mentioning that, John, takes us to Champions League for next year. Celtic will be there. Will they be in a, a group alongside uh, Manchester City? And for Rangers, they've got the qualifying right at the beginning Hard of August. Yeah, it sounds as though the manager and Rangers, the new look Rangers behind the scenes mm-hmm. have got a plan. Yeah, yeah, we hear about Jack Butland, Joe Lack going. It sounds as though it's paring down, five today are going and then for Celtic it's going to be fascinating who will Ange Postacoglu bring in and who will go because there are some players as well yeah. who haven't featured and that you'd want to, to move on. Um, we'll talk about that after the break and go around some of the other games so what was your scoreline for Hibs Celtic you I, I said I went early tight. sorry I went yeah, early I, I went no, no. Celtic to, to win this game 2-1 
And John, you're going to score a goal. I'll go 3-1. 3-1. And uh, right, quick break and then we're back. John, we'll find out. You've got a busy weekend. There's a lot coming, including two of your old teams looking for Mm. some Wembley glory. You're going to be down Wembley way. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go. Games tomorrow night in the Cinch Premiership. Aberdeen against St Mirren. Dundee United, Kilmarnock, Hibs Celtic, Living Motherwell Rangers against Hearts and Ross County St Johnson uh, Friday night we've got Air United against Partick Thistle so with uh, the Jags well I almost said hammering them 3-0 last weekend I wonder who's going to come up the Jags are favourites what do you think Craig? And I've watched obviously their last yeah. uh, their back end the playoffs obviously uh, against Queen's Park yeah. and then also mm-hmm. the game against Air and I tell you what Partick Thistle have, have got a very very good side yeah. they're, they're really attack minded got some great uh, individual players in the wider areas um, really entertaining to watch so yeah. I think they'll be they'll be too strong in terms of uh, the second leg I agree with Craig mm-hmm. really good and, and, and apologise with some of the names sold Partick to me yeah, yeah. sold Partick to me there I'm going to go with Partick as Mate, well honestly yeah, going, yeah. they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're yeah, a good side saying, yeah. Brian Graham the good veteran side. striker Brian scored Graham. a couple of goals didn't yes. he, again of the week. he's been phenomenal and he was phenomenal against uh, Queen's Park who are they going to be playing against for it, whoever wins it Air or and Air could do a Sheffield Wednesday couldn't they that was oh, some comeback what about but, that but um, unbelievable who, who are they going to be playing against in other words so who's going to be bottom or second bottom it's never th- anything we enjoy talking about really do you you don't want to see someone go down uh, is it going to be Dundee United I see Jim Goodwin is saying today hey listen last month we had four great results and people were saying oh you're going to be safe yeah. he said well we weren't we've now had three bad results uh, so Dundee but, United are they you don't help can, yourself. Can they Paul. escape? You don't help yourself when you concede goals like they, eh, yeah. like they did. You know, but between defender and goalkeeper, uh, Bruce Anderson goes and, and and don't get me wrong, a wonderful finish. Um, but, but when you're down there, you can't afford to make those mistakes. Mm. Um, so that's a big test for, for Dundee United. Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Uh, yeah, to, yeah ab- yeah. Ab- absolutely. I mean, so, Ross County as well. Sure. I mean, they're just there's massive games. There's well, massive let's go games Dundee games. United, Kilmarnock then, Craig, to start with you for tomorrow night. The pressure, I see the the owner is over. Uh, he's come to mm-hmm. watch the, the last two games. Mark Ogren yep. is there at Dundee United. What do you think? Can they do it? But, you know, it was at Western Scotland Station. Kilmarnock, <laughs> we don't want them to go down. No, and look, again, I know that uh, Kilmarnock on the road have been awful all season. Yep. Um, there's, you know, Dedek McInnes will admit that. But again, Dundee United, I think now that the, there's real pressure at home. Um, you're saying the owners and all that sort of stuff yeah. over there. Yeah. I think they're going to fall over here. I think Kilmarnock are going to get a result. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. that would be disaster for Dundee United. We obviously have to see what Ross can... But what do you think, John, for Dundee United, Kelly? Well, uh, normally... During the season, mm. I, this would be a home win. Um, yeah. But I think that Derek McInnes, um, I think he'll, he'll set Kilmarnock up, trying not to get beat. Um, they've had some good results of their own, Kilmarnock, of late. Yeah. And I'm with Craig. Uh, I, I think Kilmarnock won't get beat. So I, I think it'll be a draw, which uh, Dundee United yeah. have to win, by have the way. Mm-hmm. They have to throw everything at it, leave everything out on the pitch. But I just think Kilmarnock might just get a really good, a valuable point for themselves as well away from home. And they'll be missing Aziz Bayic, who got sent off. uh, Second yellow card. By the way, I thought it was very, very uh, soft in regards to... Yeah, Yeah, he was silly as well, though, wasn't he? He does clapping, but I mean, come on. The referee, don't be so precious. 
my opinion, don't be so precious. Say, listen, I son, agree. you're on a yellow Shut card. Behave yourself. Come yeah. on. Mm. Um, so, uh, again, missing a, a, a big player, experienced player yeah. for Dundee. And I don't know, he's a defender, but he's had a very good season. And it was terrible news pre-match as well when Stephen Fletcher was injured. And he wasn't, he didn't play. He wasn't well on the day. So, yeah, so you both reckon that... Uh, it's not going to be a good night tomorrow night for Dundee United. What about that other game then? Ross County against St. Johnson? St. Jo St. Johnson's safe now. Yeah. They yeah. may have, been, may have mm -hmm. had a, a small celebration mm -hmm. over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Ross County at home, best chances of winning football matches. I think that they will have too much uh, and will win this this home game. Because they were denied that uh, the goal. You saw that as well, didn't it's you? It's a penalty yeah. claim. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, and the defender does get something on it with mm. the VAR. Did say, I don't know, it might have been the, the referee slightest. blew too early. Yeah, but you could he, see he that. He, he blew. <laughs> he, blew, he blew too early. Uh, and that was the problem. Again, it's the change in the rules. Yeah. And so, hard, yeah. hard no, done, okay. but I think they'll sure. win this game at home, Paul. 2-0. Right, Ross County to win 2-0, yes. you, you reckon? John Harson, what do you feel up there? Dingwall again. <laughs> <laughs> I agreed with Craig on the, the Kilmarnock fine. one, but I just think again, uh, St. Johnson, home, home and dry, mm -hmm. safe. Yep. And I think they'll play without pressure and uh, I think they'll go and beat Ross County. Do you? Yeah. I really okay. do. Um, yep. I, I like big... Um, Malky. Malky. Yep. And obviously, I went for that job four or five years ago. Spoke to Roy McGregor, mm -hmm. the owner of Ross County. Yeah. Didn't get it, um, obviously. That's why I'm sitting here. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, nice man. Yeah. Very, very nice man, Roy. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wish him well. But uh, I just think when you play with that bit of freedom, nothing to play for, the players I can almost relax if you like. They're safe. And I think that might just go against uh, Ross County, but it'll be tough. I just think St. Johnson might nick that one. And Stephen McLean, of course, uh, strong uh, contender a, for the job. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, look, he's he's come in and he's kept him up, so he's got. Do you think chance. he'll get it? Yeah, he's got a he's got a big chance. I'm not saying whether he will get yeah. it or not, but okay, okay, <laughs> okay. We'll we'll see. But he, what I will say is he has done a very good job. I mean, to steer him clear, quite inexperienced, sure. but um, well done, good job. So that's how it looks at the moment. The bottom of the table, Dundee United go into the games, 31 points. Ross County, 33. Kilmarnock, 34. St. Johnson, clear, uh, as you said. Yeah. Levy on 45. Motherwell on 46. St. Mirren, the top six on 46. Hibs on 48. Hearts on 52. Aberdeen on 54. Rangers on 88. Celtic on 96. And as we mentioned, uh, Kyogo was saying uh, Celtic are looking to beat the legendary Lisbon Lions in terms of the goal scoring record they netted 111 goals in 66-67 the current team are just four shy of that they may well get it what about the Rangers game then what do you feel Michael Beale have we got him speaking about the game I don't think we have he's been speaking about the players who've been going today Craig what's in your mind about it for tomorrow uh, look I, I just feel as if like Rangers at this moment in time being at home I've seen them play a few times against Hearts and I think that Hearts haven't shown up um, I, I know there'll be fight there but for me it was like a, the, the lack of self-belief from Hearts I expect Rangers to, to actually win this game quite comfortable I think the energy will be high I think that the result will also be there I think Rangers are going to win this game 3-0 I agree I think Rangers will win I think it's a send-off as well isn't it for some of the players is yep. it Rangers it is. Like? Yep. Home yeah game. so yep. you know the likes of Alan McGregor and, and, and all the others uh, Morelos Kent 
they'll play some sort of role to get the to get the you know the yeah. clap off the fans. Would, would Alan clap. play tomorrow night? Looking at both of you, would he get one final home game? Uh, I don't know, but no, he, he'd, he'd show his face. No. He'd be out on the pitch, I would imagine, yeah. at the end of the game, going around. Um, so for that reason as well, you know, I think uh, sentimental towards them players. I think Rangers will turn it on, and uh, I think they'll beat Hearts. Scoreline? What do you feel? Two, two, one. I think it'd be close for Hearts. Yeah. Well, they you still know, get third place yeah, potential. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're right with the manager. I mean, people do talk about that at this time of the season. You know, the league is won. Yeah. How much do you want to win? What does it mean? How much of a motivating factor? Because Hearts still, if you can get that third position, it's five huge. to six million pounds. That's massive. Phenomenal. That's isn't it? massive, yeah. and that's what Hearts want to be mm. uh, in terms of that third uh, biggest club. And you, you lock in five to six million every year, Paul, for a club of like course, Hearts. It's yeah. huge. Brighton, and the reason I'm mentioning them is it's about bonuses for people. I see that Paul Barber, the MD, has announced that they're going to bonus every member of, of the, not the squad, the staff right. at the club. So not the players, because they've got you know, contracts and very well paid, as they, as they deserve. Yeah. But isn't it good? 20% one-off bonus to everyone at uh, Brighton. I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, as yeah. you say, the players are obviously on very, very good money, but mm. for, for, for staff and people that are involved in the football club, that is a bonus that will be hugely appreciated. I think it also shows that the, the, the club are uh, very much together and want to make sure that they have people on board. It's like a family. Yeah. And, and Brighton have been a, a, an amazing success story this season. They really have the football they played, the way they dip into the market. Yeah. Uh, incredible stuff. Back to your old team. Who might it be a farewell for tomorrow night from the likes of Kamara or Cholak? He, he hasn't featured for a couple of weeks. He yeah. probably is going. Lundstrom, is he going to be? Well, will I, we I, see him again? I, potentially you can see him next season. Uh, I think he might have another year left. Hmm. Uh, well, you, potentially you could, be, you could be having players right in front of your eyes yep. that it could be their last game. That, that's and again that's not me sort of like trying to no. uh, talk the situation down it's just I think there's going to be business that, that's probably not on the table right now that might actually happen come off yeah. season mm -hmm. absolutely elsewhere tomorrow night Aberdeen against St Mirren the Dons were really disappointed weren't they John to to lose out to Hearts at the weekend uh, are they going to bounce back against St Mirren you'd like to think so but you know the way St Mirren have gone about it mm. you know um well, I'm going to go Aberdeen. I, I, I think they'll they'll um, they'll get the win tomorrow night. Um, but it won't be easy. I think Saint Mirren on the back of um, they'll go there, you know, with a good uh, bit of belief, a bit of a feel good factor after yeah. drawing at at Celtic Park at the weekend. Um, so for me, uh, I, I'm going to go Aberdeen again. Close, I'd say two on Aberdeen. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I think that this is a game that a game. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Aberdeen. St. Mirren, to be fair, um, you know, stri six. strikers in form. Yes, top yeah. six, first yeah. time since 1995. Maine having a very, very yeah. good season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A striker in form. Don't ever underestimate mm -hmm. that. You know, mm -hmm. and and he'll be going into every single game now. Okay, like, oh, there's only one, there's two left. But mm -hmm. you know that confidence that he can score goals. So that is a threat. But I do think mm -hmm. Aberdeen will will shade this one. Are you saying Duke isn't? Mayofsky isn't? Well, I'm yeah. talking about right now. I know you. Yeah, sure. Oh, you must be full he, of confidence. He'd be like yeah. gutted that the season's coming to an end. Sure. Who's the last player to score a hat-trick at Celtic or Rangers from 
one of the other teams you got the must be no I haven't actually so I should never have. I've always said you don't ask a question live on here you don't know the answer to so Aberdeen against St Mirren we mentioned Dundee United uh, Kilmarnock Hebs Celtic Livy against Motherwell John what about Stuart Kettlewell and the, the job he's done unbelievable yeah. Really? I like the way you say that unbelievable well yeah. it is because they were, right. they were bang in trouble yeah. rock bottom yeah. adrift yeah. and what a job he's done uh, so credit to the whole the board mm. you know the, the chief executive all the belief mm. that they put in him I know he was working at the club at the time wasn't he with the with the um, the academy or the the, the, the yeah. second whatever it is that's right he was um, in for a while so yeah. he, he knew literally yeah. what, what he had to go into Um so brilliant! I, I, I can't praise him enough, really, to where to where he's gone. Um, so is he going to uh, get a win? Do you was think? it Livingston? At Livy, yep. At Livy, Livy need a win as well, don't they? Yeah, they got a win at the weekend. Yeah. So yeah. he's reversed a, a terrible trend of because we thought maybe they were on holiday. Mm-hmm. So we thought they'd what, finish what in the top six. Yeah. I did. Um, I'm going to go uh, like Motherwell. <laughs> go for the well. because oh, yeah. of uh, how, how they're going. And a man called oh, Kevin yeah. Van Kevin Van Veen breaking all sorts of records when he said uh, goals. That's, that's incredible. <coughs> it is incredible. By, by the way, about eight weeks, I'll be honest with you, eight weeks ago, John, I thought that maybe here's a player that I can maybe look at shifting and, and seeing if he, he fancies yeah. playing out in Australia. Mm-hmm. All right? Absolutely no chance now. No. <laughs> because the way he just keeps banging in goals and all that. Get the checkbook out, big man. the transfer fees. <laughs> oh, my Listen, God. Uh, if one of us was the... If you were the director of football or the, at Rangers, uh, Craig Moore, which was being mentioned last uh, week, any word on it? Uh, any? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Yep. No word. Would you sign <laughs> Kevin Van Veen as that other striker? Not the big money summer signing, but less than a million pounds. Look, he would be worth a discussion. He would be worth a discussion because... Yeah. He's got size. Um, he's got a great touch on him. He knows yeah. how to. He knows how to score. Worth a discussion. Are you going to have that discussion? Or what, what, no, I'm not, I won't be having having that discussion, no, John. No, I'm, no, I'm no, really no, enjoying no. my job with, with Go Radio. Yeah, No, but he, look, he'd be worth a discussion. Not a, not yeah. at a million pound. Not not sure. at any silly prices yeah. that potentially people can get carried away. Yeah. Well, he's got 27 goals mm. and. You deserve to be in, in any discussions, don't you, really? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. a brilliant um, return of goals. I have to say that. So, scoreline for tomorrow? What I'm do you gonna, reckon? I'm, I'm going to go for uh, 1 1. I one. think it's going to be a draw. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, what, that's what 1 1 is. It's a draw. Yeah, yeah. John, what I'll did go, you say, scoreline? I'll, I'll go 2 1. 2 2 the same. I think yeah. both teams will <laughs> score. I'll go 2 1, Motherwell. 2 1 for oh. the well. Take a big crowd there yeah. as well, won't they? Yeah. It's just up the road, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's not that far away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Half okay. an hour. Yeah. So, and then Saturday is final day. It's trophy day for Celtic. We heard Ange Postacoglu speaking earlier on about it. Title's done. He was in very good form today. And Michael Beale sounds, you know, he's now paring down the squad, getting ready for next year, for next season. Um, does it seem a long season John do you think because of the World Cup and of course you're one of the few here who were in Qatar you were there yeah, so was, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that experience but um, uh, I always felt um, when, when Celtic went um, sort of 8-9 clear and we were working out the maths weren't we you know with yeah. with a game in hand I thought they, they were always saying it could be 12 yeah. Rangers had opportunities by the way to pull it back to 6 and, and in, in certain games but I always felt Paul and Craig when Celtic went 9 I always felt then it, these will be difficult they're good front runners if you like and it would be always be difficult then but also um 
you know, in terms of Rangers have a lot to do next season to come back. It's going to be down to the manager. Can he get the right recruitment, the right players? But very it, exciting again going into next season. It felt like an extremely, an extremely yes. long season for yeah, me. It did. Yeah. No, doubt about no, it. no doubt about it. Tough one for Rangers. <laughs> Thank you. Long season for me. We'll be announcing who's going and we're releasing in the summer, Craig. Well, someone will speak to you after the show. No, you've been in great form. Thank you. Cheers. John, we've run out of time, but you're at Wembley, two year old teams. Yeah, Coventry Saturday, against looking Luton. forward to it. Yeah, oh, can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. I won't ask you who's going to win because that it's would be unfair. Game. Brilliant yeah. game. Luton have led for so long, you know, they just missed out. Yeah. Uh, an automatic promotion. Fantastic. Whoever goes yeah. up there, Coventry haven't been back for 20 years and I think it's, wow. it's even longer for Luton. But. Uh, no, both clubs, really nice clubs as well, good supporters. Okay. And uh, yeah. what an achievement. Whoever goes up on Saturday be brilliant. See you tomorrow night at five. The news is coming next. And then Jokal Day. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.